Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today I'd like to revisit a topic we've talked about before and that is saving for a house down payment, purchasing your first home and things of that nature. Earlier this week, the Wall Street Journal published an article about how housing affordability has never been worse and why renting is actually a much better financial option right now. A lot of that has to do with, as you'd expect, mortgage rates. Mortgage rates being higher means that your payment is also going to be a good bit higher for the same amount of money borrowed. What's also driving that is the price of homes, even though mortgage rates have gone up, the prices of homes have stayed pretty high because there's still a fair number of cash buyers in the market and a fair number of people just are determined to buy no matter what. And that has kept prices high. But if you're a renter and you're not real sure that you want to be saddled with having to replace a hot water heater or a roof or an HVAC system, that's also known as your heating, ventilation and air conditioning. Um, and you're thinking, well, maybe renting is not so bad. Well, that is something to keep in mind because it may in fact be your best option, especially right now. I know that my daughter and her husband in particular were a little worried that because they're living um, in a place that they don't expect to make their forever home, at least not right now, they were worried that they were actually getting behind because they were renting. And I have shared with them several articles over the last couple of months about why um, renting is the more affordable option right now because what you would do if you're looking at it and say you're living in something that would be along the lines of what you might also want to purchase what you would do is you would see okay if I buy this I'm gonna have to have at least five percent down so that say it's a $500,000 house. So that's going to mean that you're going to need $25,000 for the down payment. Plus you're going to have closing costs that are likely going to run you at least another 10 to 15,000. So $40,000 in cash. And then you're going to need to borrow the other $475,000. And if your interest rate is seven and a half, eight 8%, that very quickly is going to get to a very big number. So what you'll be looking at for just the principal and interest portion of that mortgage payment, based on just a quick search on the internet of mortgage rates at bankrate.com, assuming someone with really very solid um, credit score. So over 760, you're looking at about seven and a half percent. So that means if you financed $475,000, your payment for just principal and interest would be over $3,300 a month. And then you have to pay homeowner's insurance. And then you also have to pay property taxes, which depending on where you live are likely for that price house going to add another $1,000 a month to your payment, at least maybe more. So you're looking at $4,300. Well, in most cases, if you looked around, you can rent for a lot less than that per month. 
and you don't have the risk that some major system is going to require an extensive repair. Um, so I think before you decide that, yes, I have to, I have to jump on this property ladder, I have to do it, I would encourage you to look to see what rentals are in your area. The Memphis market is not quite to that extreme yet, although it's probably as close to being better for renters than buyers than it's ever been. But if you live in a larger metro area or in the West, um, cities in the Midwest or on the East Coast, you're likely going to be able to find something that is much more affordable for rent and then save the difference. So say, you know, back to our example before, so say the mortgage payment was going to be 4300 but you found something that you really like and is in a cool neighborhood. It may not have everything you'd want in your forever home, but you could rent it for $2,800. Well, that's an extra $1,500 a month that you have right there because renter's insurance is very inexpensive. So you take that extra $1,500 and you save that money. Put it, pretend like you're paying that all in your mortgage. Put that aside so when it does come around and either rates go down, housing prices go down, but we get back into more of a, the market figures out where it's going to settle down, you'll have a lot of money there. And at that point, you may actually have a 20% down payment, which would mean you're not going to have to purchase mortgage insurance, which I did not even factor into the $4,300, but that probably would increase that loan to $4,500 monthly payment, having to pay that mortgage insurance. So there's a lot of reasons that I would say, don't get into a big hurry right now to purchase your house. Go ahead and prepare, you know, if there's a couch that you've had your eye on and you really want to get that and you know that, you know, couches last 10, 10 years. Shorter if you're like me and you have two dogs that like to um, chase each other on them. But that being said, you can go ahead and get some of the, the nicer things that you might want for your home and take that pressure off instead of buying a home and then also having to buy all these other things. Maybe you have a few key uh, you have some key pieces that you can build your home around when the time comes. And as people are looking to move, get a bigger house, you may find more opportunities as you're just patient. And I know when we decide that we're ready for that next step, sometimes being patient and taking a little bit of extra time can be the hardest thing to do. But Look on the bright side. You might find a neighborhood that you never knew about before because you were just looking for something to rent and you looked and you may decide that, wow, I really do like living more uh, in a neighborhood that's closer where I can walk to different things and maybe I don't want the suburbia life because a lot of times that's the trade-off that people make when they're trying to save money on that home. They wind up buying further out and they might love their house, but they don't love being in the car for an hour each way. That's a lot of time, particularly if you have a young family, you're essentially missing two hours a day of your kids' lives. Whereas if you rented and lived closer to your job and didn't have to commute all that, you might actually wind up in, in a better spot 
both financially and family-wise. It also might free up um, money for vacations and to really spend um, time together as a family. So it is all a trade-off, but before you jump headfirst into it, especially right now, I would really take a pause and crunch some numbers and take a look at it and don't feel like that you're missing out because I don't think you are. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 101 of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less, and I'm Stacy Hyde.